صوت أهل السنة والجماعة صوت مركز الصحابة Seven minutes after eleven. South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning, Yomul Arabiya, and I want to welcome all of our wonderful listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company, and uh, I want to welcome all of our wonderful listeners of uh, Markaz Sahaba. The voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Uh, and yes, uh, uh, remember our WhatsApp number is uh, 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. I know you are on holiday, my wonderful listeners. Yes, I know definitely you are on holiday. Many, many, uh, I think, should I say, those who are working, uh, their companies or their, uh, their shops have been closed now, of course, because we are in the year of December. So uh, we welcome you as well who are tuning in, listening to Marika Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. I want to welcome our beloved engineer, Haji Suleiman Eswap. He will be with us from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Remember, today is the 6th of uh, Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445, which is also the 20th of December, 2023. Let's uh, welcome our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم عن عرفات جزاك الله خيرا One listener says I do understand Mufti Sabdet Parda that is covering the face for a woman is wajib but I seem to have to argue to this with others as to the reason why it is wajib I don't know the whether it is stated in the Quran Hadith can Mufti please tell me how I should explain why Parda is wajib and if it is true that the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam never covered their faces. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the 6th of Jumad al-Akhirah 1445 year in South Africa and in most parts of the world it is the 7th of Jumad al-Akhirah in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Aqsa al-Mubarak and so forth and so on we welcome the listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. When a person is a Muslim Muslimah, then our constitution is the Quran Sharif, the Sunnah Mubarakah, and remember whether we understand the reason or not, 
That is not the rationale. Yu'minuna bil ghayb. We believe in the unseen. So we believe in paradise, in Jannah, in Jahannam, in the day of justice, in the angels. All these are things we have never seen. But remember, we must believe in it. These are all articles of faith. So all Maitya teaches us in chapter 33, Surah Ahazab, verse 59. So write it down, chapter 33, Surah Ahazab, verse 59. Ya ayyuhan nabi, O Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Kulli azwajik, tell your honorable wives. You ask about the wives of Nabi alayhi wa sallam, so here's the answer. Wabanatik and tell your beloved daughters Wanisail Mu'minin and the believing men, their women, our wives, our daughters, mothers, sisters, nieces. Azwajik Wabanatik Wanisail Mu'minin Yudunina Alehinna min Jalabihin They must draw close to themselves the Jilbab. The jilbab means to wear another garment over your body above the clothing and cover your entire body, and that includes the face. As mentioned by Raisul Mufassirin, the greatest commentator of the Noble Quran, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu yes, it is wajib, first mandatory, compulsory, for a lady whenever she goes out of a house, then she has to cover her whole body, including her face as well. Our Honorable Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, Rahimullah, in his work, Rawai'ul Bayan, Fi Ahkamil Quran, has written a whole treatise and whole article on this, Bid'atu Kashfil Waj. Bid'atu Kashfil Waj. Is bid'ah, is haram for a woman to go and expose her face in front of all and sundry and so forth and so on. So it is not something that is mustahab or sunnah, it's something that is compulsory and is applicable to all women and the honorable wives of Nabi Salam, for them it was more strict because all Allah states, Ya Nisa and Nabi, Lastunna ka ahadim minan Nisa, chapter 33, verse 32, all Allah says, O oh you, the wives of Nabi Salam, you are not like other women so it means your rank your status is much much higher and superior hence the laws for you are also much more stricter and so forth people who suffer from a complex you must remember and they are apologetic their minds are all polluted and contaminated so then they suffer from all these complexes and difficulties you ask a person two three examples i give you you got the cell phone, you'll say yes. You'll ask him, does your cell phone have a covering? They'll say yes. You ask them why your cell phone has a covering. It's enough for protection. So our mothers, our sisters, our daughters also need protection. So you see in today's world how many rapists there are, how many people are there trying to rape and assault and sexually harass them and so forth. The West wants that the women must remove her clothing and 
get shorter and shorter and shorter and then they can take them to bed and use them and abuse them. Just look at the amount of prostitution, the amount of illegitimate children and bees. Go to Brazil, go to France, go to South Africa and just see maybe half the population's children, uh, bees are illegitimate children. That's a result directly. You must remember of not wearing parda and not having shame and modesty and haya and so forth. When I was a very young boy, I told you many times I love reading newspaper. And you can, this may be in the late 60s or early 70s. You can even Google it and see. There in the UK, there is a court. It's called the Old Bailey. The court is called the Old Bailey. The judge at that time, his name was Judge Pickles. The judge at that time, his name was Judge Pickles. You know what we say, Achar. So he doesn't mean he was having Achar. His name was Pickles, white guy. Mm -hmm. So then there was a rape charge. So now he found that guy guilty, but he warned the ladies also and told them partially, you'll also to to blame. The way you'll dress... So the way it's like you showing and giving the message that you are available and you are prepared there to have an affair and to have something going with this person and so forth. Even non-Muslims will tell you that remember that the lady must wear clothing that is very, very modest and reasonable and decent and so forth. Surah 24, Surah Nur. Therefore, our mother Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha says, Teach your females, your mothers, sisters, daughters. When I was in Newcastle, twice I did it for them. So the ladies would beg me, please do tafsir for us. So then Friday afternoon I would go to the musalla. They would sit there in the, behind the parda and I would teach them. So Surah Nur, you must remember, 64 verses and chapter 24. Go and read Surah 24, verse 31. And Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, speaks about this. It's compulsory upon you, the ladies, that over your bosom and over your, your, your chest and so forth, that you wear another garment, another piece of clothing and so forth. So the face has to be covered, the bosom, the chest, the breast has to be covered, not only with a dress, beside that another garment, so it does not show the shape and the curves and all the this type of things so that is what Islam is teaching but the western society especially now it's summertime you just go to Cape Town Durban PE East London or wherever and just see the beaches and you will see the people are cull cull is Afrikaans totally three quarter naked you must remember and that is considered to be right that is considered to be modernism that is considered to be freedom so you must remember that so all this are the deception of Satan and Shaitan and Lucifer. Hmm. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. We said, listen to this one here. Uh, there's a concerned mother. She says, see, Muftisab, I require a special dua, urgency, to unite my family. My husband not talking to his son, son not speaking to the husband, 
daughter not speaking to my husband and I'm not speaking to all of them. If Mufti Sab is available, can we come and see Mufti Sab this Sunday afternoon, inshallah, Ustad? No, I'm not available. And even if I'm available, I don't get involved in these type of things. Yeah? So go by other Maulanas and so forth. I will just give you the... Dua and the reason and the cause why you're having so many problems. Mm. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us if you want true love, you want unity, you want compassion. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala taught us in Surah Maryam chapter 19. There are 98 verses. And if you go there to verse 96, so there right in the ending, chapter 19, Surah Maryam, verse 96, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Verily those people who possess through Iman and they continue with the righteous deeds سَيَجَعَلُ لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ Soon Almighty Allah will place in their hearts the true love, the compassion they'll have that feeling and love for one another parents with their children children with their parents siblings, brothers and sisters husband, wife and so forth and what are the consequences that you are not talking to one another? Almighty Allah teaches us there in chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, then the Surah, the chapter named after the Master, Prophet Muhammad, Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, in tawallaytum that when you have authority and tufsidu fil ardi you have caused mayhem chaos on this earth and you have severed the family ties husband not speaking to wife wife not speaking to son son not speaking to daughter and son not speaking to mother or father and son not speaking to his sister meaning the whole thing is collapsing so it is you must remember a family that is living there but you must remember it is a family at civil war you must remember that now, what are the consequences for all of you not speaking to one another? Quran is saying, chapter 47, verses 22, 23. Almighty Allah curses each one of them. You, sister, you are cursed. You, brother, you are cursed. All of you are cursed. Allah is depriving you of the special mercy. So how are you going to find unity and love? Allah has made you spiritually deaf speak of money you can hear properly speak of Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah then you don't want to hear you will hear it but you will make like you never heard and remember they're spiritually blind now I give you two ahadis Mustafa Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said La yahillu li muslimin ay yahjura akhahu fawqa thalath is not halal and permissible for a Muslim person to sever ties with another Muslim and more so like this brother, sister, father, children, mother, children, husband, wife, spouses to one another. 
for more than three days you seven ties for you seven ties for three days for mat and you die then you dispatch straight to Jahannam and the hellfire the hadith authentic in Mishkat Sharif Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, we are already now on the 6th or 7th, wherever you are in the world. Mm. So of Jumad al-Akhirah, so Sirius FM got their listeners, we have our listeners, some are local, national, international. So therefore we have to give both the dates, by us is 6th, by other countries is 7th. So be that as it may, so then is Rajab, Shaban, and then Ramadan. So you're going to read, you're going to fast, you're going to read Tarawih, you're going to do good deeds, give zakat, read Quran Sharif. Fasting is a duty, and tilawat of Quran is the beauty. So all your actions, none of it is accepted. Even now, none of your good deeds are accepted. He, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, open the chapter in Mishkat Sharif, Babu Tahajur, where you sever ties, so you will find this hadith. Nabi alayhi salatu salam says, Allah ta'ala addresses the angels, Uturukuhuma, leave these two people. There's father and son, there's mother and daughter, mother and son, husband, wife. Leave the two of them one side. They are good deeds. Leave it in abeyance. Utrukuhuma hatta yastaliha till they reconcile. Mother, sister, brother, husband, whatever your people's designation is. The prerequisite for your actions to be accepted in the court of Almighty Allah is all of you reconciled. Now, why are you like that today? The whole family, a dysfunctional family. Why? Because the pride has got the better of you. Each one of you have become not Abdullah, not Amatullah. Each one of you has become Abdul Shaitan and Amatul Shaitan. And all of you belong to Hizbu Shaitan, the party of Satan. So your people's pride and arrogance, you the mother, you're not speaking to anybody. So what good are you as a mother? You the father, half the family, you're not speaking to. So what good are you as the father? You the sons and daughters, you're so proud, you're not speaking to your parents or one of them. All this is you'll have taken the slogan of Satan and Lucifer and Shaitan. When he was commanded, make sizda and prostrate to the masterpiece, Nabi Adam alayhi salam. He defied the command of Allah. Abba was takbara and he was too proud and arrogant. And he even said that, Ana min. I'm superior to him. I'm better than him, than Nabi Adam alayhi salam. So why should I go and prostrate to him? So khalaqtani min nar wa khalaqtahu min tuin. You created me from fire flame goes upwards you created him from dust and sand and clay and that remains on the land and sand so he even gave his crooked dalil and proof so when Allah gave you a commandment all this type of your conjecture your dalail your evidence doesn't work so you family you are a cursed family so if you want to sort things out every one of you don't go and blame this one blame this one everyone blame yourself
yourself and go and ask the next person for forgiveness. Please, brother, sister, mother, father, forgive me. And the other party will say, forgive me. Take all this pride and arrogance out because you've got too much money, mm. you've got too many properties, you're driving too many smart cars, you've got too many gadgets and so forth. So that is the reason why you'll have become so arrogant and so proud. Allah's curse is on every member of that family. Allah Akbar. the sister says that's exactly what's happening. There's no deen, there's no namaz, there's no Quran. Uh, my son come late home, 12, 1 o'clock. My daughter got her own boyfriend. Everything is just haywire. The sister says, please move this up. Remember you as the mother, you are the main one. So every day start ta'aleem in your house and so forth. And then slowly, slowly cry to Allah. You should be the one waking up to hajjud time, 2 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock, and reading Surah 14, verse 40. Rabbij alni muqima salati wa min dhurriyati Rabbana wa taqabbal dua Chapter 14 Surah Ibrahim verse 40 Rabbij alni Ya Allah make me muqima salah That I perform the salah And I make others perform salah Wa min dhurriyati And this trait and this quality And this uh, habit must fall And go to my progeny And my children Rabbana wa taqabbal dua And ya Allah you accept the dua So you must be the one to say That all this pride Is breaking us and finishing up So you must slowly win everybody over And speak to all May Allah Azza wa Jalla well, that is a lengthy question from uh, a rivet sister, a white rivet sister. So maybe, inshallah, we'll start, uh, I'm going to put it into my own words. Uh, what's the masla pertaining to females and piercings? Because she, she, it's a lengthy message. She just says, is female allowed to pierce, etc., 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 of her body? We'll start. Piercing in Islam is totally haram. If you are speaking about belly piercing and piercing other parts of the mm. body and so forth, all haram. The only exception will be for your earrings. So you make one or two piercing, not five, six and all that, the whole ear, all that is haram, just one, two piercing. Or by the nose you make, you must remember, one piercing, so that is fine. But everywhere else, people want to make by piercing by the belly, by the posterior, by the breast, by here and there, so all that haram and not permissible. The problem, my sister, Amatullah, Amatullah means the female slave of Allah is this. When Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan, Satan, Iblis was expelled from Jannah and Paradise, he said, me, I'm not going alone. I'm going to take the lot of them, million, billion, zillion of them with me. Because why? Then they must join me in the hellfire as well. So Surah 4, Chapter 4, Verse 119. Chapter 4, Surah Nisa, to do with women. And verse 119. I will command them and they will change the creation of all Allah. so you see today transgender somebody is Eve suddenly they become Steve a person is Steve and suddenly they become Eve and so forth so that is one meaning and second
second meaning is what you asked and that is you must remember that this piercing so go read chapter 4 and verse 119 how the Satan Shaitan Lucifer Iblis will lead humanity astray and then take them straight to Jahannam and then in front chapter 4 verse 120 he will make promises to you you will look very very smart and you will look attractive and your husband will be excited to see so many piercings and so many openings and so forth where you may need him he will give you false hopes and so forth and the promises of Satan Lucifer is nothing but deception then what happens for them the resting place is the hellfire and then you will not find a place to escape from there that will be a place that will envelope and encompass the person surah chapter 4 verses 119 119 120 121 so my sister I appeal to you don't fall for all these stupid things and your husband he knows he married you why because you are fair in complexion you are blonde and blue eyes and beautiful triple b you see the government says you need b b b company you see so you must remember so you became triple b blonde beautiful and blue eyes so now what happens he will tell you no i'm your husband you must listen to me so you must make a piercing here and a piercing there you don't listen to him all haram only piercing allowed is by the ears one or two and there by the nose one that's all and you, there's nothing you must listen to your husband or anybody else when it encroaches and infringes upon the divine code hadith in Bishkar Sharif Ibn Majah he Habibuna Mustafa Rahmatullil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said La ta'ata li makhlukin fi ma'asiyatil khaliq there is no obedience to any creation whether it's husband whether it's parents whether it's wife whether it's teacher whether it's sheikh or whoever when it leads to a sin against mm. the creator so that is what you should understand <laughs> I see the sister she's thanking you so much Ustad, and she says that many many of our revered sisters we don't know a lot about Islam but yes some of the Muslim men they take advantage of us because we're looking beautiful and we have very fair skin in color this is from case they didn't start <laughs> okay my sister what I want you to do because you are interested and you mm. want to learn so you pass the word around among your sisters whether they were born is Muslim or whether they embrace Islam whether they are white in complexion or coconut complexion or yellow whatever or dark complexion to us is irrespective we say and believe we have the best we want to share it with the rest so you all must send me a message 071 triple eight one one eight four zero seven one triple eight one one eight four then you join our groups and all our programs inshallah then we will send the podcast to you thousands of people have joined the group with allah's help allah's mercy and every day whatever programs we have and in the morning you must listen to radio al-ansar you are there in kzn monday to saturday from four o'clock to six o'clock and special 
especially 405, 407, 408, right up to, say, 445 or so. So you must remember, we have tafsir, commentary of the Noble Quran, then we have news, views, and interviews. This is in the early part of the morning. So you read your Fajr Salat finish in the early time, and then you listen to the program. You must remember that. So in that way, you got the best of both worlds. And thereafter, we open the line, whatever question you have, especially for non-Muslims or for you who just embrace Islam. So we will give you preference and you'll ask your question. So many Jews, Christian, mm. Hindus, atheists, they ask their questions. So we don't censor anything. Whatever you want to ask, you have the liberty to ask. And inshallah, we will guide you along. <laughs> Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. I see you start have got Abby, uh, Emily, and uh, they are saying that um, uh, Ustad, they got another friend, Evelyn. They're actually listening to you right now. Uh, Sister Abby wants to know, Ustad, she lost out the program from yesterday. Any latest, what's happening in uh, Gaza at the moment? This is Abby, Emily, and a new listener, Evelyn. Ustad. MashaAllah. A for Abby, and E for Emily, and Evelyn. So very good. A and E company. Very good. The latest is this, Israel is begging for a ceasefire. You know what? If you're war on my group, so I sent out something on my groups, on my Telegram, on my X, my Twitter account. Israel and Washington are crying. Why they are crying? There was an elite force, and it was led by General John Carter. And remember, Hamas are masters of the underground, so they made a fake tunnel. And this elite force went in there, thinking that they will discover some hostages or thinking they will find some Hamas members. But this was a trap. They fell inside. And then all eight of them killed and dispatched straight to hellfire and so forth. This is the elite of the elite, Americans included, Israelis, Jutlas included, and they all dispatched one shot. Hamas got rid of them. So now the, the Americanos, the Yankees, and Lloyd Austin is there. You must remember, he told them, Israel, you're like donkeys. What are you? You're like donkeys. Quran calls you donkeys. Surah 62, verse 5. That you are just like donkeys and carrying big, big encyclopedias. For a small piece of land like Gaza Strip you are losing the public opinion 80% of the world is turning against you don't you see all that and not one objective of yours has been met so far in over 70 days because of your bombardment you could still not free one hostage because of your bombardment Hamas not one senior Hamas leader have you captured or killed because of your bombardment not Hamas is not getting getting weaker but they are getting stronger by the day and not one of your objectives have been met so it's best for you all to rethink this whole thing and so forth like this you're losing everything and end of the day you'll become a pariah state and everybody will want to disassociate themselves with you see what happened to apartheid South Africa the same thing is going to happen to the Jutlas and it's already happening you must remember that so so many countries have got now so remember that uh, second thoughts of you understand doing business and so forth let me tell you oh sister Abby and Emily and Evelyn there in Durban 
that you know were the Houthis. So they are in Yemen. They are intercepting the boats and the ships. Every day they are losing billions and billions of dollars. Why? Because the goods cannot come in directly and so forth. So you must remember, militarily, Israel is finished. Hamas has beaten them. Politically, there is a political landscape there that's changing every hour. Everybody agrees. BB, the war criminal Netanyahu will have to go. Third one, you must remember, financially, Israel is bankrupt. They don't have income. They already lost 25-30% of their income and so forth. Ben Guron Airport, bankrupt in this sense. Hardly any passengers flying. 600 of their staff, they had fired and no wages for them and so forth. So any way you look at it, Hamas pulled off the victory of the century, of the past century so today this time magazine and this magazine they say we're going to appoint certain person people of the year if they don't have a jaundice eye if they don't have prejudice then that prize must go to hamas you taught the western world and they taught the whiteies and they taught america and israelis both of them haramis you abby you must tell them what is haramis illegitimate child but you know in my language it got a bigger meaning so haramis and the super terrorists and brought them right inside the tunnels and defeated them we salute them, we congratulate them, we pray to Almighty Allah in daytime, in the brightness of the day, and in the darkness of the night, Allah must use Hamas to decimate and destroy Israel and all these Arab puppet regimes who are a disgrace to Islam and Muslims, your Saudi Arabia, your United Arab Emirates, your Bahrain, your Egypt, your Jordan, and Morocco, and all this. These are not Muslims. They're only Muslims. Muslims by name, but reality, they're out of the fall of Islam. So, inshallah, Allahumma ahalikil yahud, waman wa'alahum. So, that is our dua and supplication. So, Ustad, if someone's father, if someone fathers a child outside wedlock, is he responsible for maintenance of the child, Ustad? Remember that when an illegitimate child is born, so then the child's lineage goes to the mother and not to the father. So the father is not responsible in the least. So that father, if you're calling him father, inverted commas, if he's not married in public, we will give him 100 lashes. And she also will get 100 lashes. The lady who committed the crime of fornication. Chapter 24, verse 2, Azani And if he's married and he had extramarital affairs, so then for him is the death penalty. But all said and done, Yulhakul Waladu Bil Um, the child will be connected to the mother and the lineage will go to the mother and not to the father. Mother passes away, child inherits. Child passes away, mother inherits. Does father passes away, child don't inherit. Child passes away, the father don't inherit. But that is the law. But remember from an ethical point of 
we will tell that person, see, you committed the serious, serious crime. So you should try and ensure. I know of people, they slept with this lady, this lady, and now she's a non-Muslim, the children are non-Muslim, and so forth and so on. So best is you marry them and make them Muslim first and marry them. And if they don't want to become Muslim, the lady, then at least try and win the children over. It's your children. You are responsible and remember at least you nurture them you you maintain them and so forth and bring them into the fold of Islam so that at least will be some compensation for the heinous crime you have committed and so forth and so on so that will be a suggestion and a recommendation to that person just one more question before we go for our interval somebody says see Muftisab my son married a Hindu woman and just five minutes before the nikah, she accepted Islam. They performed a secret, a secret nikah. Is the nikah valid? He follows Islam and she doesn't. They have been together for six years, Ustad. So let's get the sequence of events. When you say your son was in school or varsity or wherever or they were working together, your son is a Muslim, that lady is a Hindu, and he told her, I'll marry you, but you must become Muslim. She said, fine, but it was reluctantly. So five minutes before the nikah was actually performed, she became Muslima. So let's give her the benefit of the doubt that she became Muslim, okay? And now when you say secret nikah, what do you mean secret nikah? That her parents all are non-Muslim. So in a case like that, the wali who will be her guardian? The imam who performed the nikah, so you must remember that. And he, your son, does not need your permission. So in a case like that, your, hus- your son was there as the husband, and the lady who was a Hindu and embraced Islam, so she is there. And then they have two male witnesses. Then the imam, the maulana, the sheikh, mufti sahab, qari sahab, officer, whatever, he solemnized and performed the nikah. So is that nikah valid? Yes, the nikah is valid. Regarding your hus- your son perform- you're practicing Islam, so that's good. And she's not really practicing. So your, hus- your son is to blame. You must remember that. He must teach her daily. Come on, let's read salah together. You understand? Let's wake up for tahajjud and so forth. Let's make dua together. Raise the 99 names of Allah Ta'ala together. So many things they can do together and so forth. But personally, I don't know you. I don't know your son. I don't know your daughter-in-law. But you, according to your question, you seem to be very, very prejudiced against her because she's a Hindu. So that is unacceptable. Once she embraces Islam and she became a true Muslim, then remember the Quran Sharif teaches us chapter 8, verse 38. That to all the people, once you abstain and refrain from kufr, and shirk from blasphemy and from polytheism idol worship you enter and embrace Islam the sins of the past are forgiven (laughs) chapter 8 verse 38 and then Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said the Quran Sharif is the direct speech of Almighty Allah. The Sunnah, the Ahadith is the direct speech of Prophet Muhammad 
peace be upon him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he the master, peace be upon him, said, Innal Islam yahdimu maqana qabla. Islam erases and expunges the sins of the past. So remove all that prejudice you have and so forth. Your son disappointed you. He didn't marry a Surti or he didn't marry a Apri or he didn't marry a Urdu or he didn't marry a Maman or he didn't marry a sample lady from Palanpur and Saharanpur and Chakmalpur and from the Dabelpur and Kolvatpur. So therefore you are disappointed. So leave all that. That is Gam mentality, village mentality which has no place in Islam. So you must encourage your son that he must teach her about Islam and then inshallah Allah will bless them with pious, pious children. How many people embrace Islam? Mm. The lady or the boy and then you look at their children. MashaAllah, some are hafiz, some are ulama, some are da'i, involved in dawah, tabligh, and so forth. So you, my brother, remove that prejudice and ta'asub in Islam. There's no place for that. Tell Mufti Ike that she doesn't perform salah. She still has the red band on her hand. So you must remember that 90%, 80% of the Muslim don't read salah today, five times a day. So remember that. So she's seeing that. So the, the yeah. red beds, immediately she must take mm. it out. Therefore, I told you, your son is to blame. You must remember that. He must make the laws and tell her this is acceptable and this is unacceptable. So he is so madly in love with her yet he don't want to tell her anything so they he is also wrong mm. so you must explain to them and so forth 14 minutes to 12 o'clock Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah well, it's uh, 9 minutes uh, to 11 uh, to 12 you are tuning in listening to uh, the bliss of marriage. Uh, if you do have any question, remember 0, uh, 084 International Overseas Listeners plus 2784786 Somebody says, Ustad, uh, I'm losing hope to find the right person to settle down with anyone. Any advice, Ustad? Please, Ustad. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Quran Sharif teaches us, you must remember in Surah 39, verse 53, chapter 39, verse 53, La Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah. You are a male and now you're losing hope, you won't find a female. You are a female and you're losing hope, you won't find a male. So that is very serious. It can make a person go out of the fall of Islam. Quran says, Only the non-Muslims are those people who lose hope completely in the mercy of all. So change that stance of yours. You must remain positive in the mercy of all. And then things will work out for you. So that's the first thing. Second one, today it's Wednesday after Zohar Salat read Zohar read two rakat extra and read the following Surah 25 verse 74 
Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. And inshallah Allah Ta'ala will give you a wonderful spouse and wonderful children as well. And you must read the 99 names of all Allah daily. And you know the 99 names. You get it in books and so forth. So you read, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadud. Give out charity daily. You're not doing all these things and you're just saying, No, I'm losing hope and so forth. So every day to Rakar Salat you read, but today you read it after Zohar. Why? Because Isa I Mustajaba when Dwaza accepted and so forth on Wednesday afternoon. And remember daily charity, daily dua. Once you know these duas by heart, then you go into sujood in Sizda and read it in sujood in Sizda. The nearest the slave servant comes to the mercy of Almighty Allah is when that person is in sajda and in that posture then you must make abundant dua so therefore you must remember that that is the authentic hadith in Muslim Sharif so that are my advices to you and always remain positive with Almighty Allah Somebody says, my Molana, my mother-in-law, she came to visit, but she doesn't like to help, work for the house, busy with her phone. Sometimes she can laugh together. Sometimes she look unhappy. I don't know what to do, Mufti Sab. Any advice? So your mother-in-law is not coming to stay by you. She came as a visitor, mm-hmm. as a guest, as a mehman. So Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhiri fal yukrim daifa. So whoever believes in Almighty Allah and the last day, so it means in all the articles of faith you believe in, then you have to honor your guest. So whether she cooks or not, whether she cleans the, the, the plates and pots and pans and all that, so all that, if she does it well and good, she doesn't do, she's a visitor. So after three days, Days, five days, ten days, she'll be gone. So make her comfortable. You all must do whatever you can do for her. And she does as well and good. She doesn't do, don't bother about it. You just carry on and so forth. So then for that you will get double reward. Why? One, it is family and one, your wife also will get happy with you. Oh, your husband will get happy with you. So that's why everything got to do with our heart. If we have sincerity, we don't bother about whether he's doing or she's doing and all we carry on doing for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah. He Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu said Hadith in Bukhari Sharif Inna fil jasadil mudga Indeed in the body there's a piece of flesh Idha salahat salahal jasadu kullu If that piece of flesh is pure and good then the whole body will become good Wa idha fasadat fasadal jasadu kullu And once that gets corrupted corroded rusted fasadal jasadu kullu then everything will get corrupted and corroded and rusted what is that piece of flesh Allah behold it is the heart Rawahul Bukhari Imam Bukhari has mentioned it so keep your heart pure and just carry on doing if she helps very good she don't help very good we will still honor her and serve her because she is our mehman and she is our guest I'm not understanding the question 
the listener says there are many organizations at the moment in Gaza, in Palestine, and of course, most of them that are helping the sisters there. Uh, Rijal, uh, menfolk, I think one or two of my friends, they want to get married with the two sisters or three sisters there in Gaza, just to look after them, Ustad. Is it permissible? Not permissible. And you think they'll just allow you just there in Gaza like that? Nobody can enter Gaza. You need so many documents and so much permission and so forth and so on. So most of them will go to Egypt and then you have to speak to the Egyptian authorities. Sometimes these Egyptians are also more difficult than the Israelis sometimes. So you must remember these type of things. They will tell you, leave it there. And then when the trucks are going and so forth, then they will go inside the Israeli side. You know how crooked they are, a cursed nation and so forth. Mm. So therefore, just forget all the talk. We don't want anyone of our Gaza brothers, sisters, yes. children to leave. We want them to stay there and we want them to increase the population of the Palestinians, everyone who is there and fighting for Aqsa, fighting for Palestine, they are Murabitin and Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, they are Afdalul Ummah, the best of the Ummah in that time, in that age. So the Hadith in Mustadul Ahmad. Second one, we don't want people to leave Palestine or Gaza. We want people to come back to Gaza and Palestine. There are 6 million, 7 million Palestinians living in the diaspora and they must come back. This is the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. Hakul Oda. Hakul Oda means the right of return. It's exclusive for the Jews. Anybody, Jutla, Harami, terrorist, South Africa, American, UN from United Kingdom, Europe, they can go and settle there by virtue of being a Jew. But Palestine Palestinians can't come there, but they got nothing to do with Palestine, these people here. Look at their names, look at their surname, look at their father, grandfather, and the Palestinians will tell you six, seven, eight, nine, ten generations of Palestinians. So therefore, we want the uh, Israelis to pick up and footsack from there. <laughs> That's the word we use for them. They must footsack from there. Mm. Why we say that? Because it's not their country. And you must remember that, that one million already ran away. We want majority of them to run away and pack up and go and we want our six million brothers, sisters, children to come back there in, you must remember, Palestine. So that is our Islamic law and our Islamic ruling on that this issue. This is Sunnati. Yeah, Sunnati come back to South Africa. There are thousand women here. Do you understand? Your people's niyat is all tainted. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, when a person mm. makes hijrah for women and all that, that is not the true hijrah. Mm. We must remember that. Therefore, the hadith was mentioned, innamal a'malu bin niyat. You must remember that properly there. It was one person, he liked to go to Medina to get married, not for the love of Allah first, the love of Nabi alayhi salam. The love of the woman was primary. So your people's going to Gaza is not to have the people. It's just there for your own lust and desires and passion and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us and inshallah accept us for his deen. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sawtu ahli sunnah wal jama'ah. Sawt merkaz al-sahaba.